Today with Claire Byrne on RTE Radio 1 with All Care Pharmacy. Discover a healthcare team that's always here for you at All Care Pharmacy, Ireland's largest community pharmacy network. Sitting in front of me, I have Derek Cawley, spinal surgeon. You're very welcome from the Matter Private Hospital. And the questions we're addressing today include, what is the best sleeping position for back pain? Can mattresses or specialist pillows help? And does back pain cause sleeping problems or is the reverse true? Derek, you're very welcome. Thank you for being here once again we're inviting questions 51551 so what is the relationship between back pain and sleep the uh, sleep is probably one of the great uh, unsolved physiological mysteries we're really only getting to grips with sleep in the last probably 10 15 years uh, in terms of its relationship with pain we find that it's a vicious circle Oftentimes, uh, pain will affect sleep. People will have a bad quality night's sleep because of their pain. But increasingly, we're finding that sleep affects and more so affects pain. Uh, so that's in terms of chronic pain. And we know that of chronic pain, a significant part of that is low back pain or neck pain or we'd say spine pain. So there's definitely a vicious circle there where uh, sleep preferentially uh, or more affects pain. So if you are not getting a good night's sleep, we know there are obvious reasons why that would make you feel not not in great shape the next yeah. day. But sleep is a healer, isn't it? It's yeah. allowing your body to renew. And so you're going right. to feel better with your back issues if you've had a decent sleep. Sure. So, I mean, the we know that, for example, you have light sleep and then you have deep sleep and then you have REM sleep and then you wake up and that's a cycle of sleep mm-hmm. and that repeat, repeats throughout the night. And we know, for example, REM is probably the interesting one, isn't it? It's where the, you have the rapid eye movements first described in the 50s looking at infants because they have a huge amount of REM sleep because that's required for, for brain development, for memory, for cognition. Um, but the, the deep sleep is, is quite different and it's not something that we know a whole lot about um, because uh, invariably deep sleep is more about immunity, is more about musculoskeletal repair, uh, is more about energy stores and conservation. So that's really where your musculoskeletal system is trying to heal. And that's reflected then by the inflammation that goes on in your, uh, in your back or in your joints. And that's why a lot of people with arthritis or inflammatory symptoms feel pain first thing in the morning. As they wake up, they're stiff, they're sore and it takes them a while to get going. Uh, mobile, get going. They'll tell me they've difficult pu- difficulty putting on shoes and socks and it takes them a while to, we'll say, get down the stairs. So um, so there's there is a biochemical thing going on there throughout the night. Um, don't get me wrong, I was terrible at biochemistry in college. <laughs> but what happens is you have a pro-inflammatory cytokine which isn't dealt with by your cortisol levels because as we know, your cortisol levels are lower throughout the night. So some people would say they set two alarms, one alarm and maybe an hour before they get up to take their anti-inflammatory medication, for example. So they can get up. So that they can get up, exactly. It's hard going. Well, we get to the questions. I have a lot of them here in front of me. Sure. What is the optimum best sleeping position for the back? So some people have, so first of all, the back and back pain is diverse in terms of what causes back pain, be it muscular, be it joint, be it whatever. So that is definitely going to affect how a person sleeps. And typically um, that also affects that person who may have a pre- a previous type of sleeping position. Some people sleep on their tummies, some on their sides. Most back pain patients 
sleep on their side um, and therefore they can use a pillow for example some people will put a pillow between their legs to help it takes the stretch off the tendons and the nerves some people will put a, p- a pillow under their knees um, and some people if they lie on their front they'll put a big pillow under their tummy and a smaller pillow under their neck or their head Okay um, Sean has low back pain when he's standing or walking it's going on for years and he wants to know can I get any relief now? at this stage if it's been there for years yeah so so I, I suppose that's a generic question and the generic answer is that he's probably overusing something while walking the most common example is where he's overusing his back muscles and he's underusing his hip muscles and his core muscles so if he got those stronger and stretched out his back it would definitely make a difference Rob hurt his back in a specific area about three weeks ago just from picking something up from the floor took some strong pain relief and has done stretches but he wants to know is it normal for back pain to last so long it's only three weeks yeah the answer is expect at least another three weeks and and again why did it happen well you know, uh, uh, if it's thing that the muscles are rigid and and spasming all the time, you're going to tear them much easier than somebody who has loose muscles. So the question is, why did he tear that muscle? It's probably an overworked tight muscle. And if you learn to stretch it out and build up the ones that are weaker, it, it, it might help in terms of another episode or tearing it again. Should he wait for the pain to dissipate before he embarks on training? He needs to get stretching. He needs to get straight stretching. away stretching and then also muscular treatments. We don't talk about muscular treatments, but muscular treatments are you stretching your hot water bottle, going for a massage. Um, uh, any muscle relaxant is really good for muscle in the back. OK, now you mentioned the core a moment ago and yeah. you focus on the core a lot. Sure. This listener wants to know, uh, wants advice on the best strength and core training for someone with a previous history of back I- uh, issues. I'm in my mid 40s. I had lots of lumbar disc issues when I turned 40. Thankfully, they're all resolved, but I'd like guidance on strength training and core training that will ensure I have a strong and able body that will see me through my 50s, 60s, 70s and beyond. This person's given me the answer to their question um, because clearly they have a good insight into what happened when they were 40. They note, I note the word previous back pain, so they've got over it and, and well done for that. But essentially they started using their, their muscles properly and they were probably supervised by a physiotherapist, physical therapist who oversaw that rehabilitation. That's the answer. Mm-hmm. And keep going. Strength training. And, and keep going. Training. Preventative training. I mean, we, we know these things in terms of lifestyle, lifestyle advice, exercise, weight modification, a diet, good sleep. And good sleep is an increasingly por- important part of that. So when it comes to good sleep, is mm. there a particular type of mattress that people who have back pain should use? So the evidence does not support a particular type of mattress, except to say that a medium firm mattress should be uh, acceptable for most people. I frequently hear of somebody who spends thousands of euros on a mattress and I, I, in, in ways they would have been better off spending thousands on proper physiotherapy. But sometimes a mattress just won't do it. I had a lady not that long ago who said to me that she changed her husband, her car and her mattress and still didn't get any relief. <laughs> so definitely there's, a, there's, there's something. And I admired the order that in which she changed those. <laughs> Uh, so I would say a pillow is a far better attitude than to change a mattress. Why is that? Because at least you can move the pillow around, you can adapt it for your particular uh, position, your different type uh, and your different your type of back pain. Mm-hmm. But you know if you stay in a, in a different house, you stay in a hotel and you wake up and you mm-hmm. think that mattress just mm-hmm. didn't suit Absolutely, me. Absolutely, yeah. So it does make a difference, doesn't yeah, it? it? It does, it does. I guess is it the fact that it's just different. Um, but, uh, and we have all sorts of anecdotes on this. So I get that. And, and the key thing here is 
whatever gets a night's sleep. That's the most important thing. Mm-hmm. But the medical evidence doesn't support a particular uh, type of mattress. Put a few boards under the under the mattress. Doesn't that work to firm it up? You know what? I'm not going to disagree if it gets a person a night's, a night's sleep. This uh, person says, I'm 36. I've had two straightforward C-sections. Since my second, I can only sleep on my left-hand side at night. Lying on my back or my right side gives me back pain. It feels like my lower back is going to snap. Mm. At the beginning of the night, there's no pain. It's only if I wake at night or early in the morning, the pain is there. I took anti-inflammatories for a while, but it's no help. No pain during the day. I'm fit and healthy-ish. Is it interesting? That lady led with, I have two former C-sections. Yeah. So she, she knows where this conversation is going. And uh, for that woman who has a C-section and is, is feeding a, a young baby and probably not getting enough sleep and is not exercising like they would like to. Um, there's so much more going on uh, there. And and it's at the long list of queries and concerns where somebody says, let's check that person's core stability after, let's face it, major abdominal surgery. So there's definitely an effect on their core stability there. Um, so working on that core is is really, really important. Um, I lived in France. I worked in France as a spine surgeon for a year and every woman in France gets six weeks of physio after having a baby. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what we should be aiming it's for. It's only right. It's only right. Because everything changes. Absolutely. Everything changes. Yeah, and, and, and it's so important and uh, uh, to, to specifically go after it, that person working on their core means that the, the front muscles act as a better and stronger support so that the back doesn't have to work as hard. That's that's why mm. it works and it stabilises your trunk. And so many women have the separation of muscles uh, in the tum- tummy R- as well, yeah. don't they? Yeah. Which causes, I would imagine, problems in this regard. Yeah, it, it, it means that you don't have the muscle, uh, you have muscle dyskinesia. You don't have the same um, uh, contraction of muscles that you normally get. Another one. I'm 29. I have chronic neck, upper, mid and lower back pain that is very severe. I'm a side sleeper. I find I have to change pillows quite frequently. I'd love to see if the doctor might be able to give me some advice. I find my muscles get sore from even lying on my back. That sounds very bad, like very yeah. difficult situation. And you, you get the fact that it's it's not a focal area. This person has a lot of pain in a lot of places. So there's definitely a systemic effect here. And that systemic effect needs a systemic uh, treatment. She's 29. She's young. There's a lot there that can be improved on. And I would say um, working on that muscle patterning is key. That's where yoga and Pilates are, really have benefits mm-hmm. because it helps to to uh, embrace that natural uh, movement effect. So that's probably where I would go with that as opposed to the medical route. You know? do a lot of your patients who come to you, do they have problems with sleep? Absolutely. I mean, frequently people will say to me, a, a, a guy said to me recently, oh, I heard you on, on Claire Burns' show the other mm. night. And of course, he's up all night back. walking around the house. Um, so, so, and, th- and that's fair. You know, one of the things about sleep hygiene, and that's definitely something that's emerged over the last 10 years, this notion of sleep hygiene and a, a routine, disciplined approach to how to get yourself a good night's sleep. But one of those things is, if you're not falling asleep, get up, walk around and start again. Don't spend four hours tossing and turning. Yes, get up and listen to the RT radio app. Listen back to our show. There you go. <laughs> Derek, thank you very much. Pleasure. Good to see you and Likewise. thank you for coming in. And a reminder that you can listen back to this item and any of uh, the shows on the RTE radio app. A reminder too that Metairn has issued that status orange uh, snow and ice weather warning for the north and west of the country from now until 10 o'clock tomorrow from the Midlands and the east from 9 o'clock tonight until tomorrow morning. Thank you very much for listening today. The programme was produced by the series producer Alistair McConnell researched by Emma Cawley Jarnath Holland was our broadcast coordinator Kieran Cullen was on sound it's over to Louise 